Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. From the Agador Grooming Emporium on Peladon, it's a wheezing, groaning sound. The only podcast about Doctor Who. I'm Tom Neenan, and I'd like to begin first by saying, wheezing, groaning fans. What an inventive, invincible group of people. It's only a few months since they went into lockdown and learned to listen to podcasts. Brilliant, who-loving bipeds. They've survived Colin, Whitehouse, and Grade. They've survived Sill Impressions and Cliff Richard Slander. And now, here they are amongst the stars, waiting to begin a new pod, ready to slag off the Ark in space. They're indomitable. Oh. And you know who else is indomitable? Mr. Paul Litchfield and Mr. John Ray! Hey! hey. Hello! Very and good. Thank you. A big, a big thank you for Mr. Face Swap, who um, polluted yes. our timelines on yes. Twitter. I believe <laughs> that was yes. Tim Coleman. Tim Coleman. Tim Coleman. Right. That was oh. quite simply harrowing. I don't know, you, oh, as, yeah. you as Colin, you looked a bit Dolly Parton, I liked her. <laughs> Me as Peter Davidson, though, that looked like something that you trees investigating. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh, you looked very that good as Percy, so though, rough. in that hat. <laughs> yeah, very dashing. Yeah. Ooh, what, what? <laughs> um, I so, don't yeah. look good as any of them. I think my, my glasses meant that I just looked very um, sinister as all of the doctors. Mm. Yeah, you came across a little bit hair hair flick. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) exactly. I'm just glad I wasn't involved. (laughs) Well, I did say, oh, come on the map, but apparently Tim said that every single picture of you, John, because of your beard, you just Mm. look like the master no matter what. That's fine. Wow. Yeah, Yeah. but I I would like to see you as the Rani just once. (laughs) That's the office Christmas party sorted. (laughs) (laughs) Leave Leave the punch, it's the men I want. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> so yes Ark in Space Tom oh mm-hmm. so the Ark in Space what what first of all I mean the Ark in Space for me I'm not I'm going to give something away here and just say what 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 a story but there are oh. some people who wouldn't have been watching it correct <gasps> Why? God, he's getting smooth as hell, isn't he? <laughs> he oh, yeah, gosh, yeah, he's so smooth. I, did, I was going, what? <laughs> <laughs> Why would they not be watching it? What's happening? Oh, oh, that's right, Tom, because mm. um, they'd be watching another channel. But if they were watching BBC One on, <laughs> on Saturday, the 25th of January, 1975, oh, at 5.35 came Doctor Who arc in space now i know last time we spoke tom you were saying are there any write-up blurbs for doctor who episodes well in this case there is 
Oh, excellent. And it does say, yeah, it does say this. So yeah. it's um, 5.35, Doctor Who, Ark in Space, Part 1. That's Saturday, the 25th of Jan, 1975. And it says mm-hmm. this. The survivors of planet Earth lie in cryogenic suspension. But the Doctor finds there's been a rather sinister intrusion. That's good. Yeah. That's accurate. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. nice. Nice, zippy two lines. Mm-hmm. So if zippy you were watching lines. BBC that was, um... Zippy Two Lines, yeah, Jeffrey's <laughs> <laughs> nickname. <laughs> uh, but I was about to say that. Well, uh, was that your nickname at school? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, zippy damn. Two Lines sounds like Zippy's got a cocaine habit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he won't go on without two lines, love. <laughs> Rod, Jane, and Freddie are actually his dealer. <laughs> 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 anyway, we digress. Um, yeah. On BBC One, it was your usual fodder because it is 1975. So it is literally grandstand from 8 a.m. all the way up to 10 past five. Good <laughs> lord! Grandstand God, all yeah. day. Yeah, and at 10 past five, just before Doctor Who, you had something called the Sherry Lewis Show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, exactly, and I have no idea, but it just says this: the Sherry Lewis Show with Sherry Lewis, Charlie Horse, and the Lamb Chop Hush Puppy. What? What? What, what is going what? on there? <laughs> I just, I kind of like the idea that if we ever find out what it is, it's a really serious, hard-hitting documentary. The lamb, <laughs> chop, the lamb chop hush puppy. And the lamb chop hush puppy. Eh? I don't even know to begin what, I can't even imagine what no. that would be. I need to see the pick. lamb chop hush puppy. <laughs> I hear the weather in St. Petersburg is good this time of year. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah. Maybe the whole thing is just like spy code, oh. the entire yeah. thing. I don't, what I was the first idea. one again before the lamb chop hush puppy? Charlie Horse. Uh, Charlie Horse. <laughs> isn't, that, isn't that some sort of drug? That's what Zippy wanted. I think wanted. it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going over that Charlie Horse and the lamb <laughs> hush puppy, oh. Jeffrey. Ah, so right at the end, Sh- uh, Shari Lewis pulls off a face mask and it, it was me all along. <laughs> <laughs> like at the end of Scarface, just absolutely yeah. covered in coke. Uh, yeah. I'm now going to go down the K-hole. And then the episode, <laughs> the episode ends. Oh, yeah. Anyway. Up above. I'm down again. Oh, dear. <laughs> I hate it when he's like this. <laughs> Last time he then, cut one of my arms off. <laughs> and, then, and then Bungle comes in with his apron looking all pissed off. Who's been using my spoon to heat up this? <laughs> <laughs> and then Jeffrey has to teach them all a lesson about sharing drug spoons. Anyway... <laughs> So just after the Shari Lewis show, whatever hell that was, was Doctor Who mm. Ark in Space. A little bit mm. later on, you had It's Lulu. Mm. With guests, the King Singers, mm-hmm. Richard O'Sullivan, the Shadows, and Bernie Clifton. Yay! That's a mixed night, isn't it? <laughs> Is this without ostrich or with? It just says with Bernie Clifton. But I very, I can't imagine you'd see him without said it's ostrich possibly, at this point. It might have been before he slayed that ostrich and then lived in its body. <laughs> I thought they smelled bad on the outside. <laughs> <laughs> when he first started, um, it, uh, when he first started his act, he didn't have an ostrich. He used to do it... Um, <laughs> On a crab. Just <laughs> <laughs> to come on, come on sideways. <laughs> With rains. Yeah. yeah. With whoa, 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 whoa. Terrified. Careful. Terrified children so much that you have to Bernie, just a word of advice. You need a bigger animal. 
Yeah. <laughs> but then, of course, he went and did the next stage, which was a giraffe, and that didn't work because he had to do it on stilts. <laughs> Too bad. Too bad. <laughs> so he kept falling off the stage at the Palladium. And then finally, <laughs> then he tried sperm whale. That didn't take. And finally, <laughs> finally, we got the ostrich we all know and love. Did the ostrich ever have a name? No. I don't think it did. Oh, it should weird, have had a name, it? shouldn't it? Yeah. yeah. It should someone have should, had a name. Someone should make a name for that. You put a plaque somewhere saying, R.I.P. the ostrich. Yeah. R.I.P. <laughs> Himmler the ostrich. <laughs> I, 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 bet that, I bet it's buried in an unmarked grave like Jack the Ripper's victims were. <laughs> well, I believe on Remembrance Sunday we actually had two minutes silence for the unknown ostrich, didn't we? <laughs> yeah, it was very sad. Very, yeah. very sad. Very sad. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, a little bit later on that evening you had Kojak. Kojak at 20 past oh, nine. And it Who just loves says, your baby? He loves all <laughs> the babies. Hang on, what? Mm-hmm. Um, and um, it just says this. Kojak looks at a murder. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. He just looks at one. He doesn't stop <laughs> it happening. No, no just, <laughs> just looks at it, lets it play out, and then goes, eh. <laughs> and that's it. That was a good um, murder. And then finishing off your evening on BBC One, of course, was Parkinson. Conversation, mm. good music, and the occasional surprise. Yeah. So that's the surprise good, being he's a he's a goddamn misogynist if uh, if the yeah. the news recently is yes, to be believed. Apparently so. What a not a shock. Well, anyway. he didn't really hide it in that Helen Mirren interview, did he? Oh god. No. No. Yeah. Do you mind if I touch your feet? Deep, 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 deep. <laughs> is it is it good being an actor with big jogs, is it? <laughs> Do they get in the oh, way gosh. of your lines? Oh, now, Meg Ryan, I've heard you're an absolute bitch. Do you want to comment on that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm here with khaki face witch Meg Ryan. Right. <laughs> right, you miserable little bucket of sick. It's up to you. No, I, I think you need to go in a different direction, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's have Billy Connolly again. I can, I can do Billy Connolly. I like, I like Billy. He's racist like me. Now, <laughs> anyway, anyway, listen. If you weren't watching the BBC of one, you'd be watching the BBC mm. of two. Scheduling started on BBC two at ten past three in the afternoon. Blimey. So in 1975, you just had static white noise on your box <laughs> until ten past three. And it began with Play Away, which is rather nice nice and then just afterwards saturday cinema with a film called drive hard drive fast whoa and this is the blurb grand prix racing driver mark driscoll agrees to drive joan collins to new orleans (laughs) (laughs) so i presume she plays herself um it's it's not a game for him it's a race a race for his life wow she must have been really angry she was <laughs> furious. Mm. Who knows why she had to get back so quickly? Oh, I've left the gas on. That's my <laughs> impression. Um, and just after very that good. was, yeah, it's very good, isn't it? <laughs> oh, I'm from Weatherby. <laughs> Joe Collins. Oh, I made the stud and the bitch. Oh. Um, and then after Saturday Cinema was the Money Program, and it just says 1975 has been awful for money. <laughs> <laughs> it's just been awful for money. They didn't um, know how good they had it in 1975, they, did they? They never had it no. so good. Yeah. Are we facing a world slump? If so, what can we all do about it? I, I don't know the money programme. But no. some, some, anyway, a little bit later on, ten past nine, you had the Magic Moving Picture Show. Yeah. Mm. Featuring Georges Méliès, who made over 500 silent magical and fantasy films. He yeah. later burnt most of them and ended his life running a sweet shop. 
<laughs> That's what it says. <laughs> Fucking hell. That's horrible. <laughs> Spoiler <laughs> alert. Did he doing a really bitchy obituary? I or did he know. kill himself running a sweet? It sounds like he hung himself with some like um, strawberry laces. <laughs> Sh- strawberry laces. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> First of all, he tried to overdose on Gobstoppers and Lucasade. <laughs> <laughs> well, of course, tragically, he was found with hundreds of thousands, and he topped himself. Hey! Hey! <laughs> <Woo>! <laughs> <laughs> it was terrible that shop. It had to be closed down because they had white mice. Now. Um, <laughs> Now we're all desperately trying to think of other confectionery based. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Running it through my mind now quickly. Sherbet dip dabs, don't be so rude. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, after the Magic Moving Picture Show, and you've already had Saturday Cinema, you've now got Film Night. Ooh. And it just says, Tony Bilbo talks to Michael <laughs> Winner about his new film, Death Wish. Tony mm-hmm. Bilbo. Tony <laughs> Bilbo. Unexpected <laughs> journey to talk to Michael Winner. Oh, my God. <laughs> What a day of telly, the 25th of Jan, 1975. And the thing is, Michael Winner sounds a bit like Gollum as well, so... Yeah. <laughs> oh, my precious. Oh. <laughs> I've recently come into a lot of money due to selling my stocks and shares of clarified butter. <laughs> oh, all, right, all right, Michael, all right, Michael. And then, and then if, you were, if, if you weren't movied out, then just after film night was Midnight Movie. Oh, my goodness. Oh. Yes, and this was, this is a great way to end, end uh, the 25th of Jan, 1975. Midnight Movie, The Plague of Zombies. Oh. A strange malady strikes a Cornish village. Zombies! Could voodoo be to blame? <laughs> the link probably, probably, I would say. Yeah. I'd say voodoo's probably got something to do with it. Oh. Yeah. Unless Voodoo's completely innocent. <laughs> no, well, imagine if they used, you watched it and it was like, nope, don't know why I even wrote that. Very That's strange. Like, don't even know why Voodoo was part of that. It's yeah. Tony, Tony Voodoo, he said to yeah. talk to Michael Wynn. <laughs> me, me and my husband went down to St. Ives for, for a long weekend and I'd have to say the Voodoo was absolutely top-notch. I really enjoyed it. I can still see it in my mind. <laughs> voodoo on the beach. <laughs> My husband was just about to commence his annual skinny dipping when suddenly, out of the blue, pins were being stuck into dolls in all of a sudden. I literally had to stop creaming up my well-pointed breast. No, hang on, hang on. God, no, we don't want that. Meanwhile, Ark in space. The Ark in space. So... Here we are aboard the Nerva Beacon, or as I like to think of it, the Mavis Beacon. Because I'm a hey. funny man. Hey. <laughs> I also, Ark in Space is essentially the film Alien, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. It's just 100%. the film Alien. Yeah. yeah. Except it came before Alien, so how? I wonder if Dan, Dan O'Bannon watched it while he was on his popping bubble wrap. <laughs> I mean, yeah, there's a lot of... Well, we can look at the parallels. Because, yeah, it's... I mean, first of all, we, we start. And this I think this is very exciting. Because the first episode is just the core cast. Mm. Yeah, I know. Have we, done a, um, have we done a wheezing, groaning pod where it's been the sort of this cast of Harry Sullivan... Um, no, Sarah no, Gates, no, no, Baker? no. Never. What do we think of it? Well, you I had th- thoughts, didn't you, John, about Harry? I, I, I did, because mm. I think I read somewhere that Harry wasn't in it very long when Tom started. Mm. And, and you can see why, because he's in the way a bit. 
<laughs> he literally spends the episode kind of looking at what Tom's doing, then looking at what Sarah's doing and saying something like, oh, that's, that's, that's a rum brew. I say, chap, yeah, I say, a chap, steady on and all that yeah, whatnot. And yeah, yeah. I, I have, <laughs> at one I have point, a theory. No, go on. Mm, yeah. I'll say at one point, you want Tom to just put down whatever he's holding and just say, just, I mean, he literally does at one point, just go and stand over there, will you? <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's got very short shrift of Harry, isn't he? Mm. Um, mm. Of course, he calls this him is, an imbecile, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, this is, and, and this is Harry's first trip in the TARDIS to prove that it's all real and mad and strange. And he's like, oh, gosh, I say what? Mm. That sort of thing. I have a theory that Harry, in about forty years, ends up being the major that lives in the hotel in Torquay. <laughs> <laughs> I can re- that's who he becomes. Hello, yeah. old dear. Morning, major. <laughs> did I ever tell you about the time when I went up into space? Yeah, of course you did, major. Yes. <laughs> I could so see that happening to uh, Harry. When he says really? that the papers arrived, he actually is talking about a race of aliens called the Papers. <laughs> the papers are coming, Voldy. Get ready. <laughs> It's the bloody Daily Express. Ah! <laughs> um, oh. Of course, he does go on in canon. I believe. Oh, I'm going to get this wrong. Um, I believe that the, his son or grandson appears in um, an episode with um, Peter Capaldi. Supposedly, oh, the canon really? of it. Yeah. Oh. Where they revealed that um, Harry Sullivan was gay. So there you go. That's that's. Well, that was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> from the get go. Yeah, he's got a cravat. Yeah, <laughs> what more proof do you need? Cravat and a well-pressed suit. Yeah. Well, <laughs> what you see from this is that Sarah and is... some amyl nitrate. <laughs> <laughs> what you see from this is Sarah is brilliant, <clears throat> and that Harry is a bit of a spare part. Yeah, Sarah yes. Jane is brilliant in this. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness! She's She's so... What what I like is the very first thing you see is actually the POV shot of an alien. Mm. Yes. Yeah, with a little green tint. Yeah, Love the it. green tint. Yeah. That's lovely. Mm. And then the TARDIS materialises and you realise that Harry's been messing around with the helmet regulator. He's given it a good old twist. Yeah. So, so if we ever were there. doubting... Say, yeah, if we were doubting his sexuality... Also, this is, this is Tom's best costume because it's not a costume. It's just like a... He's like he's walked into a jumble sale and just walked out again. Yeah, yeah. it's really nice, isn't it? Really good. Mm. Absolutely. He's got like a zipped-up cardigan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's got his little cardi. His coat's not quite the coat that we now know and love. He's messing oh. around with a yo-yo at some point. He's just a big bag of madness, exactly what yeah. Doctor Who should be. Absolutely perfect. Yes, yeah. He's so good in this, Tom Baker, isn't he? Oh. He's so good in this. The massive, out-of-context smiles, yeah. the yeah. mad eyes, the looking off into nowhere, like, who would? Just, he just mm. plays that otherworldly Time Lord so this his, brilliantly. This is his second episode, isn't it? Second one, yes. yeah. Yeah, and you're just already fully formed, basically. Oh my goodness! Yeah, yeah he's, he's literally running. Yeah, he's running out the gate immediately, isn't he? He's yeah. claimed it as yeah. his own. I just love the fact that he's grinning all the time. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's amazing oh. when you think about it because you often hear p- people like Peter Davidson and stuff say, you know, I didn't really have a handle on it until later on or whatever. But Tom is mm. just fully formed, doc- his doctor, and it doesn't change for the whole run until he gets depressed. Yeah. <laughs> and he stops making eye contact with his cast members. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Literally, the DTs kick in and he's just staring. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, he did it a very, very long time, didn't he? Much longer than anybody else. So. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Only to be expected. 
Yeah, it was. I mean, because this is. I think we should cherish this one almost as like a template for just what good what good classic Doctor Who is. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. This yes. is a perfect, like, literally set square graph Venn diagram mm. of this is how you do a Doctor Who, everyone. And you go. Yes. Yeah. I was thinking if I was ever to introduce someone who only has watched New Who to mm. Oh Doctor Who, it would be that sort of episode, Ark in Space. Yeah. I go. This mm. is what it can be like. And when it's like mm. this, it's stunning. And someone yeah. would watch that and go, Oh yeah, yeah, I'm definitely going to watch more. Yeah. Yes, because there's only one thing in this where you sort of cringe. Like you, you, with a lot of dogs, you have to like do a lot of forgiving. There's only sort of one thing, but hey, we'll get onto it. And I'm, I'm yeah. willing to absolutely defend it to the hilt. Yeah. No, same here, same here. The, the, um, the, set, the sets are absolutely stunning. Yeah. Oh my goodness. So we, so first of all, they, they arrive and there's sort of a bit of to and froing with um, Harry pressing levers, once again, getting in the way mm-hmm. um, and basically killing Sarah. He basically, <laughs> basically yeah. almost kills Sarah immediately, <laughs> <laughs> which is great. <laughs> oh, Be better dear. than me, will you? <laughs> already trying to bump off a companion. Yeah. <laughs> and then when they open the door, the, the first recourse is, oh, there's brandy in the TARDIS. <laughs> oh, my God, yeah. He says that quickly, doesn't he? <laughs> there's the coach and horses in the TARDIS. Oh, yeah. no. Look at the control room. It's got a bar. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. And, uh, and Sarah gets um, sort of beamed off to, uh, to be put into cryogenic sleep. Mm. This this all happens to Sarah Jane in like six minutes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she yeah. nearly she nearly asphyxiates to death, and then she's put into some sort of medically induced coma. <laughs> and, yeah. and they don't know. And they don't notice she's gone. And they don't yeah. know. Yeah. And the doctor Sarah, doesn't though, seem that bothered. He doesn't yeah. seem mm. that bothered. <laughs> she never gets her dress back, does she? No. no. But she looks, great. she looks great in a new clobber, though. She oh, rocks yeah. it. Yeah. That sort of jumpsuit thing looks very Here's cool. Here's the other thing. The clobber in this is really good. All their suits look mm. so nice. Yeah. It's aged so nice. very well, hasn't it? Hasn't mm. it? Because it's, it's such a weird pick and mixing with Doctor Who, because you'll suddenly go to the next story and everyone's wearing... Somehow they're all been forced into leather armchairs or something. Yeah. Like, Why did you go with that? What? <laughs> it's just mm. so this, is, bizarre. this is like the perfect... Um, era of 70s sci-fi isn't it where everybody's wearing these kind of pantsuits mm. so yeah but they're really, they're really nice yeah, they're nice tight and trimmed and they've got embossed stuff and all that this is a perfect mix of a really good story really good actors um, mm. an amazing set production team an amazing costume and makeup but everyone's just doing really well that week it's yeah. like wow, well done keep this up because we know what happens in two weeks time we go um, uh, what should I do for your costume um, I'll just put some stockings over your face and stick it in the you're done <laughs> well I mean uh, like so because I quite want to get to set because obviously there's some toing and froing with this this mechanical guard where um, oh, I love all that it's mm. a lot of fun isn't it and they treat it like George W. Bush and they just throw shoes at it that's yeah. quite fun. <laughs> and ha- Harry sort of encapsulates, encapsulates how useless he is. He's like, I can play cricket. I'll throw a ball at and the ball explodes. Like, oh, yes. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cricket, ball, shoe and hat, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> cricket, ball, shoe and hat all get destroyed. Mm. Yeah. Also, he's, what he's trying to do with that cricket ball is he's trying to get a lever from an up position to a down position. Yeah, I don't know, I don't yeah. know what that cricket move is. <laughs> no, yeah. I don't know what he was trying to achieve there. He's very <laughs> strange. Mm. Mm. So, that, so he, he, they try that, and eventually they work out that you, they distract it with another one of Harry's shoes. I sort yeah. of forgot that Harry's walking around in socks for the whole yeah. for the whole of this story. <laughs> <laughs> He's used to that at two in the morning, <laughs> <laughs> tiptoeing down the street to Soho. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
Um, and then they go into this, uh, they, they turn up and they, they, they first of all into this, like, I like the set, not just obviously the amazing cryogenic sort of all the, the, the humans, but before that. All the, the little antechambers and nice. stuff. Yeah. yeah. All the antechambers are beautiful. They're really well done and really well visualized, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. So good. It's Apart really from the fact that every time someone moves in them, you can hear the polystyrene creaking. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. When uh, Sarah Jane's being asphyxiated, she makes the mistake of pounding on the set. And no, 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 yeah. not too hard. Yeah, too yeah. Hard. <laughs> yeah. What's this? What I only realised this time, which I only sort of registered, is that before they go into the human kind of cryogenics bit, there's a promise of a whole sort of. An- there's loads of animals as well, but uh, like mm. in a separate one. And you sort of yes. think, would things have been different if Tom had just gone into that room and spent the whole time looking at like frozen elephants and stuff? That could have been quite mm. a fun, <laughs> fun story. Uh, frozen <laughs> he, would fa- he would have found Bernie yeah. Clifton, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, and a hundred cloned ostriches. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Harry, a very rare Nookie the bear. <laughs> Spit the dog. <laughs> <laughs> and the arch enemy. And the arch enemy, Lord Charles. Yeah. <laughs> He's like Davros. Oh, yeah. you silly ass! Oh, you silly ass! <laughs> you laugh, anyway. I'd watch it. Oh my god, I'd watch the hell out of that. That is oh a McCoy era episode, that is. <laughs> <laughs> Some, somehow he's dressed up as Wiley e. Coyote. Oh yeah. god! Ace is running around. Beep beep. Like, What's happening yeah. in this one? Oh god! <laughs> draw a <laughs> draw a tunnel on the side of a mountain. Um. <laughs> it's just like McCoy with a tiny umbrella falling down a cliff with a little. Yeah. <laughs> Help me! <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to All Rather Mysterious, the podcast that aims to unlock the mysteries of the past with the key of fact. My name is John Rain. My name is Eleanor Morton. My name is David Reed. Please join us as we present to you mysteries that have baffled the world. You had any noises? What about um, a door creaking? Uh, no, uh, you don't have to do that. That weird kadook that yeah, lights well... going off makes for some reason in film. <laughs> All Rather Mysterious. 
that, you know, obviously he just come off of Pertwee and people saying, well, Pertwee couldn't have delivered that kind of speech. I don't know. I think he could have mm. given it a go, but it just wasn't in his nature to kind of, he would have just gone, oh, shut up, Joe. And that would have been it. That would have been his. <laughs> it was yeah, not exactly. a lot of room for poetry. Oh, for God's sake, Joe, wind your bloody neck in. Hi! <laughs> <laughs> she, she'd be in suspended animation and he'd be on a fucking scooter <laughs> down the room. Oh, God. Yeah, John would have come in in a bulldozer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> squashed everybody <laughs> he'd be in a forklift truck moving everyone around yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we would have loved it if, <laughs> if there was a really long panning shot like he walks around he takes it all in he spins around he absorbs the majesty of the moment and then just goes hey <laughs> that's the end of his speech <laughs> karate chops are comatose <laughs> <laughs> Think you know about sleeping, do you? Well, hi! <laughs> oh, God. Um, uh, but that doesn't happen. Uh, no, it does not happen. No, thankfully. They, um, so, hang on, I've got my notes here. Because, so, first of all, obviously, this is a repository for all of human life. And all of human mm. life basically means um, white Raja graduates. But they're all very mm-hmm. good. They're all very good, <laughs> the actors. Um, and then uh, Harry opens a cupboard and <gasps> a thing falls out at him. Yeah. Also, we find that the oxygen's been cut off by something biting the wires. Oh, yes, yes that's right. That's and there's, yeah, a, and yeah. there's a trail of um, plastic Ooh. bubble wrap coming out of the yeah. vent. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's a bit of flob that's, yeah, uh, that's a bit moving of around. The... Yeah. <laughs> <Flop>. but, it, <laughs> but it is a genuinely brilliant end of part one, just Harry opening yeah. a cupboard and something mm. falling on him. It's almost, <laughs> it's almost, it's almost comedic. Mm. One of the... One of the um, the, the sort of bug people from the Quatermass and the Pit falls out of a cupboard. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> who's, the, um, who's the tennis player who had sex in a cupboard? Uh, <laughs> I just made that up. Uh, Maybe there isn't one. made that up. Yeah, yeah. There you go. <laughs> that's, that's what I assume would happen. Um, what, yeah. ha- what happened to that bug? Because it got, didn't it get like a, a, a egg in its head or something? No, that's the queen. That's the queen, and she's um, queen. gone in, and she's injected all her eggs into all the compartments, and now she's become all desiccated and died. So her next, yeah. her progeny can live on. So she had a heart attack. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know why she was in the cupboard. She, no, she read an article on Mum's Net and fainted. Yeah. Oh God, the... she didn't. She didn't have like a wire around her neck and was wanking. <laughs> she's the David Carradine of uh, <laughs> <laughs> aliens. Oh no, how awful. Just just behind her you can see a little bit of paper with a safe word on. Oh <laughs> Deary me. Oh goodness. <laughs> what a horrible way to go. Yeah. I mean I was, sorry, she was bored. There's nothing to do on that show. <laughs> nothing to do but inject humans with your larvae. Yeah. Mm. I've, I've done that now. It's two hours till crossroads. Done that on. now, now what? <laughs> <laughs> oh look a noose. Yeah. <laughs> Doctor, we found this segment of lemon and a pair of tights. <laughs> so, the, so the women falls out, yeah, um, and uh, and they sort of investigate that. But then uh, there's some one of the um, one of the humans is coming round, and it's yeah. Vira. Yeah, it's Vira. Vira. She's great. She's, She's so amazing. good. At yeah. her first reveal, I went, "Oh God, it's Angela Rippon. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Looks just like Angela Rippon." Yeah, she says, "You know." There may be trouble ahead. There's <laughs> music and love and romance and Romana and Romana. <laughs> Romana. Space, the music and Davros. <laughs> the worst dance ever recorded. Can't, you can't yeah. see his legs moving. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> 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 
back. <laughs> Sorry, I was, I was drinking some water. <laughs> I'm just imagining the bloke who played Davros in... Um, <laughs> trying to dance under that. Yeah. I mean, he sort of was in Destiny of the Daleks, wasn't he? He sort of was. What I genuinely like up until this point is, and you touched on it again, Tom, is that the Doctor nearly goes into the... Um, into the animal room. There are all these mad little signs up everywhere, and some of them you can't <laughs> quite read all of them because the door's in the way. Yes, it's just brilliant. Yeah. There's all these weird, mad, sort of slightly unnecessary British, <laughs> British red tape signs everywhere. I almost yeah. expect at one point in one room there's, there's one that just says no ball games or something. Yeah. <laughs> it's just really cool. I like all these little touches. Mm. Well, imagine if you did have ball games, because the one thing that is quite alarming about the art is that, like, you've got that little gantry, but then there's just, like, space either side. Which is quite yeah, terrifying. That, that also yeah. looks... Yeah, exactly. If you walk on that for the first time, you are literally like, hey, wait, you're <laughs> railings, aren't you? Or you're exactly. crawling along it like, fuck that for a game of soldiers. <laughs> so many balls would have gone off the edge. And be like, oh, it's, that's just in space now. It's like there's a, there's, a, there's a bridge in China that's made entirely of glass. Have you yeah. seen this? And people yeah. walk across it and they're literally screaming and petrified. <laughs> <laughs> one awful 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 man in china thought it would be a wheeze to mm. replace two of the screen glasses that you walk on with tv screens that just show the picture of glass so you don't notice it and as soon as you step on it then they play the tape and it looks like the glass is cracking <gasps> and oh, if you God. go on youtube and you look at this you see people literally shitting their life away thinking, <laughs> this is the end of me i am about to die oh. and it's the cruelest most hilarious thing you'll ever <laughs> I mean there is probably a cut of this where Harry Sullivan whenever he goes outside he's like crawling on all fours <laughs> with his yeah. eyes shut <laughs> it's very a lot slower yeah I mean they missed a trick here by having the other person that wakes up from the uh, sleep being Jack Douglas well the first thing you do is fall out somehow and you'll yeah. <laughs> be holding a pint of beer yeah, <laughs> floating outside the station with a flat cap on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Where are we? We're on the arc. <laughs> we're on the we're on the HMS. Wait for again. Anyway, on, yeah. uh, what you do see on this gantry, or isn't it in one of the lower gantries, is you see a huge green sleeping bag on the move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Tom's fallen asleep on uh, <laughs> on a common again, and he needs, he needs to get out. <laughs> it looks like, do you, remember, you know that episode of The Young Ones, Sick, where Neil's put, they've put a black bag on Neil's head because he keeps sneezing? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it looks like that when they take it off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just a great bright green disgusting mess. It really is. It's mm. quite something. So Savira uh, first of all you get Harry Sullivan doing his usual sort of bluff um chap thing where he's like, "Oh, independent sort of bird, isn't she?" And you're like, "Oh, shut Yeah. Up. Yeah. <laughs> and then he tries to tell her about comedy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, we, we said it as a kind of humour. And he's like, oh, a, a joke, eh? She's like, oh, yes, well, I'm rather good at them. Hang on, I've got some boot polish here. I'll black myself up. No! <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're talking oh, about God. comedy, are you? Right, I've got some opinions about comedy. <laughs> Not now, Parkinson. Um, <laughs> 
And um, and then so they they sort of tell Vira about the problems that have been going on. At which point, um, Tom Baker says, "Gremlins get in everywhere." And I thought, wouldn't this be an amazing episode if it was Gremlins who are on the Ark in space? <laughs> and 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 she's really adamant that everything is going according to plan because she tells the Doctor that their, their plan had a seven percent stretch factor. <laughs> <laughs> and you immediately see Harry's ears prick up. <laughs> Without poppers. Um, (laughs) You get the impression with Harry that she is completely lucid and knows what's going on, but she's just completely humouring him and being annoying. Yeah. Yeah. Because when he's like, uh, oh, like a joker, she goes, what? (laughs) He's got no time for him. Fuck off. What are you doing? Harry's like Trump. He's just like not prepared to admit he's completely useless, but just plowing on anyway. (laughs) So, you know, from her point of view, she's just been woken up. There's some weird intruders in there. So she gets a bit, what mm. the hell? So, so she wakes up her commander, who she's sort of in love with a bit, isn't she? Yeah. She's been pair bonded with him. Yes. So, yes, so they're going to re- repopulate with Noah. I wonder if she, I wonder how committed she'd be to that. Like at the point later where Noah is sort of half green slime, would she still mm. be like, oh, can I be pair bonded with someone else now? <laughs> this, yeah. this is This is not ideal. It's like when you get the wrong, you get a mermaid, but she's like it's half and half rather than top and bottom. Yeah, yeah. Right down, <laughs> down the middle. Down the middle. Mm. <laughs> I like, no, I don't think I could. I don't think I could. <laughs> I, mean, I, I mean, the idea of it's lovely. I mean, I'm, you know, on her left she was former former Miss World 1973, but on her right she was a halibut. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, so she brings, thing... she brings him back to life and he's all, well, what on earth's going on in here? I've got Terry Wogan's hair. I'm in charge. <laughs> <laughs> and who are these intruders? He doesn't like any of them. He's very cross. He's very angry. And then yeah. they notice, just like me looking through my DVD collection, they say, June is missing. Yes. <laughs> what have you done with June? And you want to say, well, you need to wait 10 years and David Lynch will make it. But, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Where's the Dark Knight? Um, so, yeah. <laughs> Because is June the grub? I, I can't I, I think work so. out. Right. Oh, yeah, his, I thought his... it was one of the men. No, oh, I don't think no. so. I think he's, he doesn't, isn't his um, capsule like there's just a green trail coming out of it and loads of mess. Yes. Right. And they're like, oh, I knew, he's, I knew he um, had accidents while he was sleeping, but that's ridiculous. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> we need to find him because he's shitting green turds. <laughs> that's not good. That's the reason we left the planet in the first place. We were all yeah. shitting green turds. Why do you have a prawn booner the night before going into oh, stasis? Who like, it... <laughs> brings all these gherkins into the ark? It's ridiculous. <laughs> and welcome to episode two of Dune on Booner. <laughs> this week I'm having a prawn booner and I'm feeling a bit ill. That's a, <laughs> that's a one, a spicy worm. <laughs> Oh gosh, we're digressing all over the shop. Um, right, so they. Well, I think because what's quite good about this is the the plot is very simple. Like, so yeah. we then uh, old Noah gets his hand. Uh, someone sort of, you know, what cuffs his hand, like just like when you haven't got a hanky. It's and yeah. that's and suddenly all hell breaks loose because the next time you see Noah, he's got his hand in his pocket. Yes, um, he gets he gets essentially slimed, doesn't he? Like, it yeah. goes <laughs> yes, and, um, and and the way he's slimed is almost like someone sort of going, "You're it." And then running. <laughs> it's, really, it's a really gentle little hello. It's like a little yeah, yeah. stroke of his hand. It's quite and, sweet. Uh, that's all it needs because now he's infected. Oh, he's uh-huh. infected, all right, isn't he? By the nearest stationary cupboard because he's completely yeah. now covered in bubble wrap. <laughs> <laughs> but do you know what? I don't mind that so much. Is it once you spray it green? Fuck it. That'll yeah. Do, that, that I mean, looks he looks like. Enough. Do you know that episode of Partridge where he wants to be a zombie? 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's like um, I'm a he, zombie. Yeah, no, he, <laughs> Noah's gone. I know. I'll give them the fright of their life. I'll find some bubble wrap and some green highlighter from the stationery cupboard. Yeah. <laughs> I'll come out and go, oh, I'm a grub. But the, guy, <laughs> but the guy who plays him does a really lovely little thing. As soon as he gets infected, there's a line where he has to say silence. But because he's now being infected uh, by this insect race, he actually goes silence. Like he's mm. becoming... Alien Moore, it's, it's like, first of all, I thought, oh, did he fuck that up? And I was like, no, I actually think that's completely intentional. Oh. Yeah. It's really it's cool. A lovely delivery. And he, um, yeah. Uh, the, the actual acting is good. From what I remember, and I'm not sure if this is true, is that bubble wrap wasn't actually in that much, like, wasn't in wide usage. It wasn't uh, so available. So it's the new the thing. It's the new thing then. Mm. Yes. So uh, there would be, so it wouldn't be instantly recognisable back then. But now it's just like, um, well, there's a, there's a bit in The Phantom Menace where they use like a Bic lady shave. <laughs> as a um, as a communicator, and now you just look at it and go, right. "That's ridiculous." So very mm. similar. Yes. Um, wow. So in about six episode times, you're going to get Tom Baker pulling out a Pritt stick instead of his. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's my sticky screwdriver. Wow! Look at this. <laughs> and Harry oh, is very dear. much the Jar Jar of this film. Misa <laughs> 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 Mel Chauvinist. <laughs> Miss a little teapot. Yeah, we. Yeah. yeah, he does some proper chauvinism later, though, doesn't he? he oh, really does. poor old SJ. Mm. He talks mm. to her. Oh, oh girl. Mm. Oh, girl. Um, but then, so yeah, Noah's going full Gollum with his hand, which I think mm-hmm. is some great acting. I'm all for yeah, that. Yeah, honestly, yeah. it's really good. I like the fact mm. just hand hand in a pocket. There's nothing going on here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just having a game of billiards. Because this whole thing is like a Hammer Horror, Body Morph, horrible, Cronenberg-y yeah. mm. thing. It's really cool. Mm. It's really done really well for the time. Yeah. Yes, yeah. And also the, the lighting's very, because it's all very sort of, I mean, the lighting's great because it all looks very sterile, which I think is yeah. very, yeah, but it's, sort of, it's quite mm. unforgiving. Um, and then we hear the Earth Minister basically doing her like, wakey, wakey, everybody. Yes, hi, hi. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> ding, ding, from, ding. From millions of miles away, all you hear is three seconds later, ho de ho And we'll be having the knobbly knees contest down by the green grubs. <laughs> Hello, Jeffrey Noah. Jeffrey can't hear you. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she's a woman, which obviously is 1975. So that's mm. such a thing was unheard of back in mm. 1975. But so Harry says something about like, oh, good for you, women's livers having the fairest sex at the top of the totem pole. Like, shut up, yeah. Harry. Yeah. Harry, shut up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Go and yeah, give them that yo-yo. Go on, have this. Go fuck off. <laughs> go in the TARDIS. Go into the TARDIS. Go into the TARDIS bar and fix me a sticky screwdriver. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know that cocktail. I'll give it a bash. <laughs> Could you go what? and fetch me some tartan paint? <laughs> <laughs> some skyhooks for me, please, Harry. <laughs> <laughs> so they um, so they start reviving more people, and this is the weird mm. bit because obviously Harry. They say that Harry's um dialect has no meaning. Vira is very down on Harry talking because he says things like. Um, I don't know. He sort of he uses a sort of colloquialisms, which he yeah, doesn't. Yeah, they don't understand. Yeah, it's Polari. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, I picked it up in the army. That and much more besides. Yeah. <laughs> How nice to party your dolly old eek. Yeah. <laughs> but then, when one of the others comes round, one of the other people is arriving. They go, "Oh, there's been a snitch up." And you're like, "Yeah." Well, hang on, isn't that? That's yeah. Not... Make your mind up. 
Yeah, <laughs> what are we going with here? Yeah, because they revived two more of the crew. One looks like Terry Jones, which is really mm. cool. Yeah. Uh, but but he's got Reg Prescott's accent, Kenny Everett. <laughs> Hello, Reg Prescott here. <laughs> <laughs> he's amazing. He's like, oh, no, I'll come and help. <laughs> yeah, that's the point, because later on he makes a barricade for the door and saws his own head off. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and the doctor wants to find a weakness for the uh, for the Wirren. Yeah. Yes, and the Wirren. So he does what everyone would do, which is peel off a bit of its eye <laughs> and try yep. and see what was the last thing it saw. Yeah, and plug into it with his head. <laughs> plug yeah. into it with his head and do some amazing <laughs> acting. <laughs> yeah. I can see it now with my Wirren's <laughs> eye. <laughs> oh, it's getting into a cupboard. It's putting a lemon in his mouth. And oh, God. <laughs> Oh, what's, no. what's happening now, Doctor? Oh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Can you record I was this? Just casually <laughs> flipping through the, <laughs> the Littlewoods catalogue, trying to cross out all the pictures of booby doos in the shower so that I didn't get too excited. <laughs> and then I saw the Wirren, a huge green pulsating cock. Oh! <laughs> Well, it is, because then two of them come around. One of them I notice is called Lysit, which is fun. Lysit, because he brilliant. doesn't look un- dissimilar to the comedian Joe Lysit, so that's a lot of fun. Um, <laughs> oh, I've been asleep for such a long time. And, and he... Um, <laughs> and then... So the doctor finds that, but then the, the, the big uh, sort of grub thing uh, starts coming at them, and they start... And then you see, like, Harry gets a gun, and he's, like, firing it. You can tell that Ian Martyr is, like, loving that, that he's got a yeah. gun, and he's firing at a monster. He thinks he's really cool. yeah. Um, and they get rid of that because the Doctor has the brilliant idea of sort of aiming lower. I think we all know what that means. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, got, it's got like, it's got tits, hasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> the Doctor's like, he might as well say, shoot its tits off. <laughs> oh, God's sake. <laughs> we have to also mention that Harry has got outrageous sideburns. Yeah, they're, they're incredible, beautiful, aren't they? Aren't they they're they are really nice, big sideburns. I like Proper, them. yeah. I love it. Oh. And they uh, am I right in thinking? So we go from this to the Sontaran experiment back to Revenge of the Cybermen, and then um, oh no, and then <laughs> G- G- Genesis. Basically, there's like five unbroken stories that all follow on from one another. Yeah, so right. Harry doesn't change once in any of that as well, which I find I find worrying, mm. given how <laughs> the amount of the fear he shows. I think he should he should have at least changed once. Anyway, yeah. he um, then suddenly we the next. Uh, the next sort of cliffhanger is that the doctor goes down to uh, try and uh, kickstart the. Um, there's some like energy stacks or something that he wants to yeah. restart. Is that right? Energy stacks. Mm-hmm. That's right. Because there's been a power drain, or as I like, as I wrote in my notes, the BBC just went on strike. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yes, there's oh, been it? a power drain. <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> Um, never mind the fact that yeah, there's just someone in overalls just sweeping up around us. That is, <laughs> that always happens. You've got air and we turn the bloody lights off. I'm just telling you now, it's union rules, mate. Union rules. And <laughs> um, and then you see Noah's sort of final transformation from uh, from a human to a Wirren, Right? There's sort yeah. of an effect there. He's gone all... now. He's gone. That's yeah. brilliant. That's well, brilliant. they show his yeah. face kind of superimposed on top of the Wirren's face, and then it mm. finally disappears. So he's full Wirren. He's full he's Wirren. Full, he's Helen yeah. Wirren. He's not <laughs> <laughs> the Wirren. What was it crack. like trying to act? So, um, hello, hello, Helen Wirren. Is it true that you've got six green tits? <laughs> 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 uh, 
So he's got, but then he's able to talk to them somehow. So he's like Vira, and he explains, he gives the history of the Wirren, right? That they live in Andromeda, yeah. and that the humans have come along and ruined everything. Yeah, um, yeah. And, and, uh, and now they want revenge. The Wirren need the Ark as some sort of you know knocking shop, so they can yeah. Yeah. <laughs> breed mm. essentially, and then yeah, they can't go back. Yeah, because they, they they go somewhere terrestrial to just to breed, and then they spend the rest of their life cycle flying around space. Yes. yes. And previously, did he say that they'd laid, laid their eggs in cattle? Did I hear that? And, but now they're going to do it in humans, which will be better, Ooh. because mm. I don't think cows were that helpful. Whereas, like, humans, they, they've already absorbed the knowledge of how to, um, you know, of how to build combustion engines and stuff. Yes, yes. I see where they got those udders from. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because basically if the women had done that to cows, they absorb all the knowledge of a herd of Frisians and yeah. <laughs> every every morning at six AM they are just auto- automatically trot somewhere to be milked. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they all sit down when it's about to rain. That's all yeah. they That was, that was the one where they all froze, wasn't it? So that was the episode with Thor a herd in it. <laughs> 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 Crikey! Oh, oh boy! Um, so then they they, tr- they have to connect the to get the power back. They need to connect a cable from the sort of the exterior rocket to um, to where the humans are being kept. Yes. And they're sort of not the, sure how to do that. No, well, the only way to effectively do that is someone needs to crawl through a sort of Toblerone. Yeah. <laughs> And the only yeah. person who's Toblerone shaped is Sarah Jane. Yeah, luckily. Oh, that's so scary. She's only yeah. just, let's again bear in mind, they've only been there for 30 minutes. She's been asphyxiated, <laughs> put into a coma. Now <laughs> she's being forced into a Toblerone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love this because, like, I love the fact the assistant gets to, I mean, we, we're gonna, spoiler alert, we're going to talk about um, some more episodes today that will be coming out later in the week where the assistant's, don't have a lot to do. <laughs> Don't no. have a lot of agency. No. Um, whereas in this, Sarah really is like, she does something brave. She does something scary. She's very cool. She's very daring. And I was like, yeah. this is what assistants should be doing, right? They should yeah. be, you know, I, I really yeah. like that scene. And she shows, moments, she shows moments of genuine terror where she almost cries. And then she sort of pulls herself pulls together and she's getting on with it again. She's got a real, like, character to deal with. Yeah. <laughs> also, there's the moment where Tom gets to stand at the other end of the table and it's like, move your ass you silly cow oh that's yeah. brilliant mm. who else but mm. tom baker could could use abuse as a motivator it's yeah so yeah funny. it's very curse of femric isn't it when he's uh, when he's mm. negging ace into uh, getting what he wants <laughs> <laughs> i hope you get killed you stupid bitch hang yeah. on this isn't, this isn't in the script <laughs> <laughs> this was ghost written by pertwee for uh, yeah you oh gave God, me a I... glass of water in the BBC bar. I hate you. Yeah. <laughs> if that was Joe Grant in there, Pertwee would have like just closed would have closed the vent and just been in the TARDIS, wouldn't he? Yeah. <laughs> he would have closed the vent and injected her into space and then yeah. the monitor. <laughs> no, it's no good. Joe's dead. <laughs> Not dead. Yeah. We're <laughs> gonna go now. You haven't saw anything else. <laughs> And, 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 and I'm just working out how to park the TARDIS on your head. Yeah. <laughs> please, please. Um, uh, luckily, Sarah does get through. She does manage yeah. to uh, to get through, and um, yeah. they, they fix it all up. 
Then she's grabbed by a Wirren, which gets gets zapped. That's quite a good moment. Yeah, yeah, that's brilliant. That's brilliant. And also, um, it's really hard to get grabbed by a Wirren because they do have very ineffective tentacly arms. They really do. <laughs> you do see them really struggling to turn valves and open doors. They're like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Third attempt's a charm. It's like, come on. <laughs> just, They're like snowmen, aren't they? They've just got like little stick arms that are yeah, trying to, to do everything. Bless them. Um, because then also the Wirren, they. Given that they can't get into the ship via the uh, the sort of ladder because they get blasted, they they go they go on a little spacewalk. Yeah, they all hatch on mass and they all start moonwalking around the exterior <laughs> of the uh, yeah. arc. It's brilliant. Mm. It's not, not bad, bad model, model work. work it's it? not bad model work at all. It's quite no, funny, no. but it's really cool. Yeah, <laughs> it is cool. Although it made um, me yeah. think of Come Back, Come Home, Mrs. Nowhere. Marley Sugden's Adventures in Outer Space. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And then they, they all manage to get into the rocket, but everyone else leaves. Um, and so then they blast off. All the women are off, off into space. Yeah. Like Alien. Yeah, Yes, exactly. exactly. Yeah. 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 Um, but then, as, as tends to happen with, um, with a lot of this stuff, the, um, uh, there's, there's some, some humanity left in, uh, left in the sort of Wirren Noah, right? And he, he, can, he accesses humanity. And so he doesn't sort of adjust something, which means that the rocket explodes. Yeah. No, exactly. No, <laughs> and, he's really, and he also confesses in 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 one of the episodes how much he he's got a soft spot for humanity. He actually says mm. how much he really likes it. Although uh, in episode four, a member of humanity actually lamps Doctor in the chops at one point, which is really fun. Oh That's yeah, right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> he does the brain. You know, when someone wants to be brave in a film, and they go, "Leave this to me," and then they knock the person out so they can't argue. <laughs> yes. Lamps which I'd the love, I've in never the seen. Chops. More- yeah, <laughs> which I'd imagine actually Baker's pretty immune to a, a being punched in the face by now. Yeah, doesn't feel a thing. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. That's, that's not even in the script. That's just an argument about a bar bill that's gone completely <laughs> <laughs> out of control and spilt onto the set. Tom's used to the amount of times he's been found double. hiding in the, some husband's cupboard. <laughs> Just um, stood there in someone else's pants. Are these yeah. yours? <laughs> <laughs> um, so yes, yeah, so they are. They are saved. Humanity is saved. The women are gone, um, and um, and now it's up to Vira to kind of start getting people, getting them all back to Earth. Um, and to do that, they need to check the transmats working. So they they all get changed. Harry finally gets some wellies on. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> And um, and they they been down to earth not before Vira has a jelly baby and uh, and yeah it's it's that, that ending mm. makes you want to punch the air it's so good yeah he gives her a jelly baby and then as they disappear she gives mm. that wonderful lovely smile just as the mm. music kicks in I love those kind of endings you get them occasionally with who and it's so nice yes yeah. it's the oh but doctor and then just the confusion mm. that he's just vanished I love yeah. it yeah and then the smile Brilliant. and then yeah mm. wonderful. Oh. And she's off to work, isn't she? She's, she's got, mm. she's still got work to do. It's like yeah. you know, she's and then she's back off to work, and you sort of think, what an amazing, what an amazing piece of work. Wendy Williams mm. was Vira, and I think she's extraordinary. She's so good. Yeah, she's really yeah. good. She's really good. Mm. And also, hat, hats off to Noah. I mean, he deserves a BAFTA for for doing the best he could for turning into an alien with just some bubble wrap wrapped around. Yeah. <laughs> I think he does really good because we've mm. seen many, many examples of this done. Terrible 
terribly badly oh my God, yeah. throughout Doctor Who. Yeah, we might um, be talking about one later. <laughs> <laughs> oh, possibly, John. Yeah, yeah possibly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, but also, that makes her Mrs. Noah, doesn't it? So Absolutely. She should have been played by Molly Sugden. And if, we, <laughs> and if we do talk about said occurrence, then I can guarantee we're all going to forget our fucking safe words. Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, right, boy. So that was the Ark in Space. That was the oh, Ark in what Space. A joy. What and, and a what, joy. What a joy. Absolutely. Mm. It's so good. And Tom was not lucky because, mm. well, I, I, yeah, I guess lucky. His, his first series is so strong. It yeah. is, isn't it? Yeah. Oh my, like, yeah. As a run of stories, I mm. like this. I mean, we can, we'll probably discuss it at some point, but I really like this entire experiment. I think it's really inventive. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then, like, obviously, Genesis of the Dalek. This is an all-time classic. I was like, this is so good. And this is the fourth incarnation of the Doctor. So Tom's probably thinking, Mm. right, what am I going to do to make this my own? And he just goes, oh, it's fine. I'll just be me. And and everyone then, for possibly for most people, go, that's Doctor Who now, as far as I'm concerned, for the rest of of time. And also, (laughs) is it the Cybermen episode? Is it two episodes later he gets to shout out that Harry's an imbecile? It is, yeah. (laughs) That's fun. That is a lot of fun. (laughs) I like the fact that the... um, once again, sorry, we keep on throwing forward uh, to hmm. the fact that like I, that there's an assistant the Doctor doesn't like, but we've also we've got an entire an end of a story that we've got coming up is the Doctor basically saying I fucking hate you and I wish you weren't part of the Tardis yes. team. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite refreshing. Well, we've got to score this piece of yeah. beauty, and we've got to give it a hundred something, Tom. Mm. What would you like to give it a hundred out what of? What should we give it a hundred? I mean, I feel like hundred bubble wraps is almost too obvious. It's mm. too yeah, like. Um, I agree. I agree. So mm. I'm going to give it a um, hundred exploded cricket balls. Nice, <laughs> hundred exploded <laughs> yeah. cricket balls. Yeah, um, that's the way. Yeah. I, I'll be honest. I'm going to go high. I'm going to give it. I'm going to give it eighty nine. I feel like oh. once we're in the. 89 exploded cricket balls. Yeah. Mm. Wow. Well, mm. I'm, I'm easily joining you on that lovely, beautiful perch. In mm-hmm. fact, I'm going to go one above. I'm giving <gasps> this 90. Because it is just everything, as I said earlier, everything I want Doctor Who to be. And, yeah. it, and it would be the episode that I would show people and go, this is why I love classic Doctor Who, because yeah. of this. Look at all of this. Isn't this amazing? It's 1975, and look what they can do. Yes. So to me, it doesn't put a foot wrong. I don't mind the slightly dodgy special effects because it doesn't matter when you've got everything else. Brilliant script, great mm-hmm. characterization, great yeah. villain, great plot, huge sets. It's just everything I want Doctor Who to be. And Tom Baker is just like, if you, you look at him there and you go, you're right, there is no other Doctor Who. He's yeah. just, mm-hmm. he nails it. So 90 for me. Woo! Amazing. Woo-hoo! Well, I'm going to carry on the trend oh! in that... I think it's perfect oh. as, as Doctor Who. Like like Paul says, if you were going to say to someone, watch this, and mm. they'd watch it and go, oh, that's Doctor Who. It's yeah. everything you want from Doctor Who. It's got space in it. It's got weird aliens. It's got amazing dialogue. It's a perfect Doctor and at his peak. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I'm going to go 91. Whoa! Oh, my God, we've got mm. 89, 90, 91. That is yeah. our highest scorer. That has to Things, be. Yeah, it be. so it's 270 exploded cricket balls oh out of 300. God. I'll look it up in a moment. Oh God, I just oh dear. I'll see if that's the highest scoring one. Did did Ooh. you just drop both contact lenses then, John? <laughs> yeah. Both of them. Good lord. I don't know, yeah, that, no, def- that is definitely our our highest. Yes. Mm. Oh, there's just so much. I mean, uh, yeah. The, I think this whole this whole series is uh, a sort of standout in classic Doctor Who as being, yeah. uh, you know, 
incredibly good. It's a brilliant Robert Holmes script. I'll just double check it is Robert Holmes before it I is get Robert Holmes. Yeah, it yeah, is. Yeah. Good. yeah. Um, and no, I was just like, were there, were there any correspondence about uh, about there were. the Ark in Space? <clears throat> All good. Okay, so <clears throat> Greg Newport says mm. Ark in Space bubble wrapped worm gimp painted green slithers <laughs> across the floor. Mm-hmm. So thanks for that, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Do you know what? And Andy, I didn't even see the episode. That was a weird. No, <laughs> that was just I a crossword clue. I think maybe he was just saying that to me. Uh, <laughs> he was telling you, listen, I've got a great idea for for my epitaph, and here it is. <laughs> Uh, ben Thomas yeah. says, little known fact, the plot of Arkham Space is loosely based on the cock and fist disease pandemic that broke out in East Anglia in the 70s. Good <laughs> viewers will note the Wirren infection first takes hold in Noah's wanking arm. Oh, oh God. Oh, God's sake. Um, <laughs> Liam Dempsey says, the Ark in Space, one of the most well-constructed first episodes of the classic era serials, oh, and although the rest of the story can't quite live up to it, it's all mm. very good overall, and that set is beautiful. I'm going to give yeah. it 82 sheets mm. of bubble wrap out of 100. Now, he's ah. underscored there. He he's underscored. And finally, uh, sorry, Becky says, after watching Ark in Space for the first time and seeing the Wirren, I couldn't mm. eat a sausage for a whole year. <laughs> also, nowhere acting through the bubble wrap. I don't have words to explain what my eyes are seeing. And Greg Newport explained, I would love to, uh, sorry, replied, not explained. I'd love to hear the seventh doctor say Wirren. It would take him 10 minutes. <laughs> Paul, can we have a slight demonstration of what that might sound like? <laughs> and what I'm going to do, I'm going to have a quick look at the, the previous scores. Oh, yeah. Because I've got them here. And we'll Ooh. see. What was the final total for this one? It was 270. Good it is God. now the number one episode on our list. Yeah, it's got to be. Whoa! So welcome to the winner? top spot, Ark in Space. So what's our number one? What was our number one? Our number one was Robots of Death. Robots of Death. Oh, God, it's yeah. a great company then. That's lovely. Certainly. It's a good company. I mean, in the coming weeks, something might topple it. <laughs> no, I, <doubt> I, think... <laughs> I, I have great confidence it will. <laughs> Oh, crikey, Mr. Needham, have I got news for you. (laughs) Yeah, you don't wear the crown for long. Um, Well, that was an absolute joy. Like, I think I think we all agree just like a a really nice one that we can we can all agree is just just incredibly strong. The acting was strong and it was it was fantastic. Yeah, faultless. It's beautiful, beautiful piece Mm. of work. Wonderful. Well, keep following us at at Weezing Pod. Yes, Um, we'll be back next week. With an adventure that's bound to topple this. I think so. <laughs> yeah. It's bound to absolutely topple this. Oh, like King, King Kong fighting a Chihuahua. Yeah. <laughs> I would also say we got some... We There was obviously the face swap, which was extraordinary and brilliant. And there was oh, a bit of... Um, there was some fan art as well. And I, I'm trying yes. to find something that will, that will suit... It's like a prize for the best. I, I want to encourage people to send in fan art to at Weezing Pod. Yeah, they're um, so and good. And maybe we'll. They're so, and they make us feel very, you know, make us feel very um, proud of all our incredibly talented listeners. And yes. I'm trying to work out what would be a good prize. I'll think of something. But in the meantime, do I cannot tell you room. how happy? Yeah, how happy I was mm. a couple of weeks ago when um, Martina printed off some of these pictures and just rolled them up into scrolls and popped them through mm. the air hole in me box. And I just. <laughs> I just Look, look, looked at them with absolute glee and wonder. They were yeah. 
So feel free to send us your um, your fan art, and and yeah, I'll, there'll be something good. We'll, I've got. I'll look through my uh, Doctor Who tat slash box of stuff I have uh, and try <laughs> yeah. and something we can all sign or something. If that yeah, means anything, <laughs> then that'd be good. But yeah, uh, do that as well. And I guess we'll be back next week with more a Weezin and a Gronin. We will, and until next time, goodbye. 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 You're a fan of all things geeky, you're going to love Con Sessions, a brand new podcast by comedian Matt Hunton and myself, Beck Hill, where we interview your favourite cult heroes at Comic Cons all across the world. We've got stars from Star Wars, Harry Potter, The Walking Dead, and more. Make sure you tune in soon to Con Sessions. Con Sessions.